gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Shemekalo Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. Episode 113 is now officially live. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 113. How long have we been doing this? 113 episodes. Wow. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Uh, I'm good. The Oilers just tied it up with the abs. Um, so, I mean, not as good as I could be doing, but it's it's uh, it's game four. I'm one abs goal away from uh, winning my case of beer bet with you. I'm one Edmonton goal away for, from winning my case of beer bet with you. It's very true, yeah. And really, I just – I, I, I've never known, like – hockey fans to be like this much bitches <laughs> every hockey fan and like hockey team that has played the abs this year have just been giant weenies like i thought hockey players were supposed to be tough okay okay give us um an example though so some dude just got boarded by landis cog and when he got boarded he jumped on Landis Cog and started punching him in the back of the head. And Landis Cog got the penalty. Well, yeah, I'm all right with that. Well, I know you're all right with that. But if you didn't have a bet going, that's that's pretty that's pretty Nancy boy behavior right there. <laughs> like you're a hockey player. You're supposed to be tough. Bro, it's not the first or last time you've been boarded. Right. Like, and I don't imagine Landis Cog has a history of that. He doesn't. Oh, and also, the thing with Kadri is like if so, Evander Kane. We'll, we'll get into this a little bit later, but the, Evander Kane boarded Nazim Kadri, like hit him head first into the boards in Game Three, and he got one game. David Perron hit Kadri and then speared him after the play and got a five thousand dollar fine. If Nazim Kadri does any of those two things, he's suspended for the playoffs. Well, yeah, because he's not white. Well, Kane's not white. Well, and, counter, and, counter, and, counterpoint. <laughs> and, and, and Kane has a history of being a dirty player. Yeah, but, he does. He does. But he's, one game's fine, I guess. That's because that's fine. He's blatantly boarding somebody. But, yeah, but whatever. You, yeah, you don't, you don't. You don't want more than one game. I feel like that's too much, in my opinion. Well, I want more than one game. Yeah, of course. Everyone has been hunting Kadri these playoffs. And and it's fine. It's fine to hunt a guy because he has a history. That's what the NFL is saying, or the the NHL is saying. It's fine to come after a guy because he has a history. Because he has history. Kadri has history? Yeah. Okay. Because I figured he he had to have history based on how, um, man. When he silenced that arena, was it the Blues? The Blues, yeah. It was the Blues, yeah. The way everyone reacted to his play the game before, and I I watched the play, and I was just like, that's what everyone's mad about? The, plays, yeah, the play seems benign as fuck. Yeah, him getting pushed into Bennington is a, uh, was a was Kadri. Yeah, I mean, he got pushed, though. Like Loose, loose puck, and he's going for the puck, and, but he's a, he's, a, he's a terrible person. Okay. Before we go any further, let's check in with E. How are you doing this evening, E? Uh, doing good. I uh, just wanted to uh, 
Uh, previously on the show, I had made some uh, outlandish remarks, and I had to take them back because uh, I got sucked into the world of Star Wars. And I don't think that that franchise is an absolute piece of shit anymore. I actually think it's a fantastic series. And if it weren't for a few pieces of or a few people involved at the Disney at, at the top at Disney, I think the second uh, the third trilogy would have been fantastic. But whoa, don't let him watch any Will Smith movies. He might take back another take. No. I'm <laughs> standing Holy firm. Cow. I'm standing firm on the Will Smith take. Yes, because you haven't seen any Will Smith movies. Yeah. Wow! So Jermaine, you turned him, huh? That dude. This I, I did nothing of the sorts. I did nothing except sometimes talk about greater Star Wars lore when we were watching like Obi Wan or one of the new series. I didn't do like I didn't do anything. He just what? said he just walked in one day and said, "I'm gonna start watching Star Wars," and I. And he said, oh, what was it? Because Disney had the order up, and you said that was cool. Yeah, well, it, it was a combination of things. So, like, I've been... Uh, what a nerd. We're not going to get into it, but I've been kind of, like, on a spiritual journey lately. And then just seeing the, the spiritual... You're not a Jedi, Eric. <laughs> no, I'm not a Jedi. Not yet, anyway. But I might get there eventually. But that... And then we watched Last Samurai. And then I, and then we talked about the influence of Samurai and George Lucas's designs of the... Oh, that's what I talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was just like, well, let me, let me, you know, let me give this shit a shot and see what happens. And sure enough, man, like the cartoons are better than the fucking movies. Like in my opinion. But anyway, we're not going to, we're not going to get into that, but I'll keep you guys updated when I'm done with the whole, with the whole timeline and, and let you guys know how I think, how I feel about it still. Yeah. Cause Eric, <laughs> Eric had never seen The Last Samurai and he hit me with some woke bullshit before he watched the movie, bro. He was just like, yeah, but they appro- they appropriated. Why is it got to be a white guy? Why is it got to be Tom Cruise? I damn near flipped a table, bro. I the was entire point of the movie, Eric. I, I was like, this is based on real shit. This is a real person it's based on. The only difference is it was a French dude. Yeah. And in but, the movie, it's American. In my defense, I never saw it as a kid. I didn't find interest in it. And then the only things I had read about it was fucking dumbass people on Twitter giving their opinion, which that was my first mistake was listening to anybody on Twitter. But after watching it, it's an excellent movie. Yeah, I told so, I, I got mad because I was like, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, anytime some Nancy says that, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Now, I, I do have to say this, and, and head over, if, if you guys haven't heard us talk about it yet, uh, it's Jay and who that do the pub? Luigi. So it's, so, Jay, so Jay and Luigi right, do a pod called Revenge of the Pod. So they, I believe they do an episode where they talk about the Halo series, but I watched the Halo series this weekend. Yo, that's trash. The series is absolute trash. It is the biggest, speaking of the biggest piece of woke bullshit that has been put out, it is literally the biggest piece of woke bullshit. What, what, in, in, in a, in a, you remember when Peter Jackson put out his live action, uh, like Halo trailer, and he was attached to it, and we got so excited. And then they put on, they put out Forward on to Dawn, that mini series. Oh, dude, about so the kids at the Academy. I still Such watch fire. that to this day, bro. Then the then the Halo ODST commercial. Well, actually, I think the Halo ODST commercial came first. But the Halo ODST commercial, the live action one with the with like Gaelic songs in the background, that shit slapped. So that went to 
Forward Onto Dawn went into this Halo series. And everybody was psyched. You were psyched. I was psyched. Eric was psyched. It is the biggest woke piece of crap I think I have ever watched. Oh, man. I haven't even watched it, dude. That is crazy. I I haven't. I watched the first episode, and I thought the first 30 minutes was fire. And then the last part of the episode, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where they that's where they get you. They had us in the first half, coach. Like the <laughs> fucking lie, that bro. opening scene, we were sitting on the couch. I looked at you, you looked at me, we were like, God damn. And then it just went it's just an avalanche from there, just downhill. Bro, it's 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 awful. It's it's so bad. It's almost unwatchable at, po- at points. Real. There's an there's an entire episode in the Halo universe. Where Master Chief doesn't even appear, none of the Spartans appear, the UNC doesn't, the UNSC doesn't appear. It's a story about a girl on a planet. Why do I care about a girl on a planet with no relation to the rings, a shield world, Halo, the Covenant? That's so sad, bro. It's so sad. Literally, they could not have screwed up this series. Give me Master Chief killing aliens. That's it. It's not even people. It's not even people. You have six games of plot line. (laughs) How about you? Just just put that in live action. Eric, Google how many Halo books there are. (laughs) The Uh, Halo uh, books. The Halo books are fire. The Fall of Reach, the Ghosts of Onyx, dude. Oh, man, dude, there's so many Halo books, and they all slap. They all slap. And this is the bullshit. I was like, who's this girl? I've and why been, do we care? I've never been so upset, like, watching it. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's, the it's actor dumb. they picked to play Master Chief is big fucking trash. Get him off any screen I fucking have, unless he's taking a bullet to the face as a bad guy. They don't need anybody noticeable to play Master Chief. And for God's sake, put the damn helmet back on, please. What? People were all, people, Halo fans were okay with him showing his face in the first episode. I've never been so upset with Halo fans before. I wasn't. And here's the thing. And I talked about this with my buddy that we were watching it with. I'm fine with them. They could do, uh, they could do it in a way that like, they could reveal his humanity like bit by bit. And they could end with like a big reveal at the end of season one and like have him take off his helmet at the end of season one. That's what they could have done. But the first episode, I'm also gonna I'm also gonna ruin it for you. There's a sex scene in it. With Master Chief? With Master Chief. Why? Dude, it's it's awful. It's Awful. You don't need a set. You don't need a love story to tell a good story. No. This has been my biggest complaint with Hollywood since I was like 14, bro. Just tell a good story. And you don't, in in a universe of giant, steroided up, basically armored machines (laughs) fighting alien races across a universe, you don't need gender and color in the show. I don't even need to see people, really. 
No. Maybe a few Marines. You can sprinkle <laughs> yeah. in your gender yeah. and colors yeah. in the Marines. I don't need that. I need Master Chief toe-to-toe with the brute, toe-to-toe with the hunter. I need him toe-to-toe with the covenant. No I need hunters. Him to, I need him taking on a squad of elites. No his, flood. I need I need his three Spartan buddies airdropping in behind him. One of them landing, rolling, and the sniper comes out. They're set up and boom, picked off one covenant right from the rip, bro. That's what I need. I don't need fucking I don't even know the girl's name. And she wasn't a good actress. Didn't it feel like everybody was overacting? Now, I think we're talking about this too much for a sports podcast, but it felt like I'm so outraged at this show. Well, this is also a pop culture podcast, so right. I'll allow it. Right. Insane. With that being said, <laughs> yeah. let's get into today's episode. We don't have a whole lot. We will get into pop culture pick and it's going to be top five, and this sentence doesn't have anything afterwards, so it's going to be favorite cereals. Uh, then we got NHL Conference Finals Review. One game is actively happening right now. Nick and I alluded to it already. There is a bet on the line. And we have the NBA Finals Review. Two games in the books. Next game, not till Wednesday, and the fourth game on Friday. Then we'll get into a few of the news, and we'll probably get into the news before we – right after we finish Pop Culture Pick'em. Excuse me. So today's order – Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Eric, myself, Nick? Correct. All right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it, Eric. All right. So this is kind of tough. I didn't really grow up eating that much cereal, but the shit that I ate the most, um, damn, I feel like I'm about to get judged for this pick, but it was Lucky Charms. So that's my number one pick, just because that's what I ate the most growing up. One of the best cereals in the world. Yeah, and you're about to get judged for it? No, that's a good pick. All right. Yeah, this is a solid pick. If you want to I, say- I, I, yeah, I really thought you were about to be like plain Cheerios. And I was like, get out. You're you're eliminated. <laughs> Yo, with the first pick, if you would have said plain Cheerios or kicks, we got oh, a yeah. war, bro. <laughs> yeah. Other yeah, than that, you're, you're pretty much in the clear, bro. Yeah. So with, with my first pick, I'm going to take my all-time favorite cereal, recently made a comeback, and it's French Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, bro. What a great fucking pick. No, 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 French no, 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 no. French, French Toast, Crunch? Toast Crunch? Never had it. Do you not remember French Toast Crunch from childhood? I bro. mean, am I thinking of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No, it's, no, it's we would, comparable. We would leave basketball practice in hopes like that not all the French Toast boxes had been taken. And if there was only three <laughs> left, there was 15 dudes that were about to scrap up in the lunchroom <laughs> for those three boxes. We we we, we played 1v1 for French Toast Crunch. Oh, I do remember French Toast Crunch. Oh, now seeing the box. Okay. It oh, yes. It, yeah, it, that was fire. It recently made a comeback, by the way. You can get it in your stores now, Nick. Go oh, get man. you a box of nostalgia, bro. Yeah, so, no doubt. So falling to you is the pick that you said fire choice. Well, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, cinnamon toast. Well, I would take cinnamon toast crunch, but French toast crunch mm-hmm. is way bigger. I, I'm gonna go different. I, I like, uh, I like frosted flakes. Frosted flakes is gonna be my first pick. Oh, that's a classic. That's my mom's favorite. And I, lo- I love good frosted flakes. I always got in trouble for eating her box of cereal. <laughs> I was just like, you can't just call one of the best cereals and not expect me to give it the business, bro. Now, there's a joke here, and I'm sorry because I do love Mama Mendez. But did you say your mom got angry at her for uh, you eating her box? Wow, bro. 
you've been hanging out with uh with Hillary Clinton too much, bro. A lot of incest. <laughs> Eric's trying to keep it together. <laughs> Eric just moved his microphone from his face, bro. It's because I... I didn't see it coming. Like I thought there was a whole different yeah. joke coming, and then they just went to box eating, bro. That's just hilarious. All right, uh, so uh, I'll take Frosted Flakes as my first pick. My second pick is a Cheerios on crack, or as they're called, Apple Jacks. I love me a good bowl of Apple Jacks. Oh, yeah. man. And the commercials slapped. I'm not a big fan of Apple Jacks, man. No? Apple Jacks fuck, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I'm not saying it's – if someone was just like, you want some Apple Jacks, you ain't going to find, a like, a protest from me. Right. I might be like, you got anything else? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, next pick. Oh, man. I guess I'll go – well, I got to go. It's still there. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, bro. Okay. I'll just give me the Toast Crunch family. Bro. <laughs> okay, the Toast Crunch. <laughs> the Kellogg's Toast Crunch family. Uh, Oilers just just Let's scored go! again. Let's go! hockey left. God, who, what a fucking <laughs> bitch you are, bro. You have no dog in this race, and you're just Three. fucking talking shit. Three minutes left in the third. Oilers are up 2-1. All right, Eric, you're – Eric, uh, would you like to take another shot at spelling cinnamon? <laughs> yeah, I got it right. Or is there two ends? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Do you know what it is? Get off my nuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with my second pick, before I was rudely interrupted. Don't worry, I'll fix it. Spelling is hard. Um, probably gonna get some slack for this. I don't even know if you guys ever ate this, but it was golden crisps. No, dude, that that little bear on the box was yeah. that dude was fire, bro. Golden bear smack, dude. I don't. I don't think I ever had golden crisps. Dude, Google it. I'm pretty sure you've seen the box at least. I'm gonna be googling every single one of these. <laughs> some Texas ass cereals. <laughs> it feels, yo, what? Because we got the heat what? in Texas, yeah, right. bro. Um, and then oh, the... honey smacks, dude. Are these honey smacks or are it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like honey smacks. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it. Oh honey yeah, smacks. dude, those those yeah, those slapped. Honey smacks is different though, but yeah, it's, Chris it's slapped. Different. All right, and then with my third pick, it's a very specific. It's a type of cereal, but it's a very specific one. It's the frosted uh, mini wheats, the shredded mini wheats, but only the ones that had massive amount of frosting on them. I would pick the box open and take out the ones that had the frosting and leave the rest. Oh, the of ones them. that were like three sixty covered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't leave those in cereal for like those those the the frosted mini wheats. They were so good, except if you left them in cereal for too long, and then they would just dissolve. Milk. Yeah, milk. It would just you dissolve. Milk. Yeah, yeah, dude. They, you're trying to scoop up little bits of wheat. You're right. like, what the fuck is happening right here, bro? <laughs> Yo, so I'm pretty shocked that this choice got to me. I did not think it would get to me at this pick, but I'm going to go ahead and go Captain Crunch. Yeah, it's a good pick. It's yeah, a solid pick. It. But which one, though? <clears throat> well, no one else can pick Captain Crunch, but, um, Captain man, that is, that is – Oops All Berries is fire, <laughs> but I think I love the peanut butter one. The original. Peanut oh, butter is the, the original? Butter one? The peanut butter one, yeah. The peanut butter one, yeah. 
That one's yeah. good. I mean, there, there has been no iteration of Captain Crunch that does not fuck. <laughs> yeah. they're, dude, they're all so good. Uh, all right. My uh, third choice, I'm going to go Cookie Crisp. Edmonton or, Power Play. Or as, I like, or as I like to say, Cookie Crisp. Bro, that I was going to pick that, but I was whoever I was Whoever's shocked. 44 in Edmonton needs to be punched in the face, like immediately. Ken, what is his name? Kenyon? Kenyon? Uh, he's a crybaby is what he is. Yeah, that's the dude that punched uh, Landiscock. Yeah, that Landiscock turtle, and he punched him in the back of the head. Gotta love that guy. Gotta love that. You know, p- punching a defenseless player in the back of the head and him not getting the penalty, you gotta love to see it. Um, all right, well, so he, he got boarded. So, right, so <laughs> no, he that. no he no he got tripped. He got tripped like a little baby and got rode into the boards. Dude, he got tripped like a little first. baby. He's a little baby back bitch, just like this whole Edmonton team, just like the whole city of Edmonton, really. And the, city of, and the city of St. Louis and the city of Minnesota and the city of Detroit. There, there's literally just <laughs> bitches in the Western Conference. Oh, that was a trip. There was a trip right there, but uh, no call on that one because we're just going to suck the Edmonton Oilers dick. Oh, Connor McGregor or Connor McDavid. He's so good. Fucking, I fucking hate this, this playoff series, dude. All right, so Kooky Crisp, <laughs> he's up three games to zero. You Dude, I don't care. It's so that, right. it's so biased against the Avs this playoff. Like, because the let's Avs go. Are- Will you quit fucking ruining it, please? Fuck. All right, um, <laughs> Kooky Crisp or what the fuck ever. I'm about to fucking end this podcast. We're not gonna have fucking have it. Um, sorry. And then, uh, I don't know. I'll go Reese's Pieces. Reese's the Puffs? Reese's Is it Reese's Puffs? Uh, I, you know what? You you might. Oh, it, right. I, no, I think it's Reese's Puffs. I think you're right. I'm going to go Reese's Puffs with my with my fourth pick. Yeah, I did not. I did not. My brothers love that one, so I know that people like it. I don't know. For some reason, I, I didn't like that cereal. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because it, like, it was it was like a better taste. The milk was a was like better tasting than uh than cocoa puffs. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I you know what I think it is is I was like yeah I'd just rather eat Captain Peanut Butter Crunch Captain Crunch. Yeah, I think that might have been what it is. But um oh so it's back to me and um. Oh man, there's still a lot of very great choices on the board. I know I can get my next choice and the at the turn. So I'm gonna go ahead and go here. I'm gonna do special K red berries. Ooh. It's either it was either that one or Crave. Have you had Crave before? Anyone? No? Uh I think so. It sounds it's, familiar. It's like they're chocolate filled, like wheat. Uh, oh yeah, yep, yeah. They have different flavors too, but those are both pretty fire. So we'll go ahead and move on to uh, Eric on this one. All right. So with my pick, I'm gonna take crave. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with a cereal. I'm not even sure if you guys uh, have. You guys ever had Life? Oh, cereal? that's not a good cereal, but I, I I've had it. Yes, ever I loved it. Uh, I ate that <laughs> shit a lot as a kid. And then uh, with my last choice, it's really a toss up between two that I thought would be off the board by now. Um, I'm gonna take Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops is a good choice for sure, Eric. Because I know you can't spell cinnamon. I'm sending you the next one. 
I'm going to go ahead and take Cinnamon Crunchers as my final choice. Cinnamon Crunchers? Yeah. Cinnamon Crunchers. Interesting. So go ahead and Google it and then prepare to be amazed that this cereal existed and you never tried it. Oh. Cinnamon Crunchers. It's Cinnamon Frosted Flakes, bro. Yeah. Wow. They are absolute heat, bro. Cinnamon Crunchers, absolute bangers. I love those bad boys. I got all my my go-to cereals. I can't be mad at my list. We'll go ahead and let Nick round this out. This is going to be an old man choice, but I do love it. And I, I think I've eaten more, like, second bowls of cereal. So you get your first bowl of cereal. That's good. You got the milk left. You pour in more cereal. I've gotten more second bowls of cereals with this cereal brand, and it's Raisin Brand. Especially the Raisin Brand with extra raisins. Yeah, and the the clusters when they made the clusters even bigger, Raisin Brand Crunch, bro. It didn't, one, one, it doesn't dry out, or it doesn't doesn't get soggy because the crunch clusters hold the nice crunch. You get your nice raisins in there, so you get chew. I mean, there. I don't, you know, in terms of daily breakfast cereals, if I had to choose one daily breakfast cereal, it's going to be Raisin Bran Crunch. It's a solid choice. We left off a lot of good cereals. So I actually found an article here. I'm just going to run through. Um, they did a study or research or whatever the fuck, and they came up with the top <laughs> 11 cereals of all time. I just shit on time. the scientific method. Yeah, whatever. They, came they didn't the... fucking hypothesis or controls or whatever the fuck those nerds do. <laughs> so here's, according to an article that was written in December of 2021, here's the top 11 cereals of all time. Number 11, Life. Number 10, Rice Krispies. What? Number 9, Cap'n Crunch. Number 8, Frosted Mini Wheats. Cap'n Crunch. 7, Lucky Charms. 6, Frosted Flakes. 5, Fruit Loops. 4, Raisin Bran. 3, Reese's Puffs. 2, Cheerios. And 1, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Can I just say that that I, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but Honey Nut Cheerios kind of slaps. No, not honey kind of. Slaps. If I could only have one cereal the rest of my life, it's Honey Nut Cheerios. Bro, my favorite shit to do back in the day when I was younger, um, I would take the my mom's big salad bowl and I would whoa, go get like... Whoa, that's enough okay. mom first of, all, here, first of all, that's not where it's going. All right? Whoa. Keep mama wash out your mouth before I have to go smith your ass. <laughs> anyway... What the five fingers say to the face? Anyway, I would take uh, the big salad bowl and I would put Fruit Loops, Cocoa Puffs, Honey Bunches of Oats, all that bitch in the one big one and just a half gallon of milk. And I would just destroy that bowl. No wonder your parents kicked you out of the house so early, Eric. (laughs) That's a a crazy grocery bill. (laughs) You eating three boxes of cereal at once. Bro, I was also... Half a gallon of milk. I was also partaking in the herbs a lot back then, so that, was, that just, was the go-to. Eric just said he had a $25 bowl of cereal. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's like that's like a food truck. That's like a food truck bowl of cereal. <laughs> my guy's grocery bills through the room. Oh my god. Yeah, what were you eating it? like the Watt brothers? Dude. Hey, well, it, it didn't it didn't pan out for me. They yeah. were getting Eric a gallon of milk a day. No, She's like, have... why is my salad bowl always dirty? No, no. remember they have a subway in their backyard. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Those were great commercials, dude. All right, anyone got any honorable mentions? I already said I, – I'll, I'll add Cocoa Puffs as my honorable mention just because of the milk. Honorable mention, any off-brand ghetto like uh, Hell yeah, version bro. of any cereal, bro. The any, ones that came in any, those any of bags. The, any of the big K cereals slap. Yeah. Bro, those bags were so fire. Yeah. Bro, I used to load that shit up on my shoulder like it was fertilizer, like I was at Lowe's and shit, and just walk out the store. I used to, I used to hate the for, the first pour though, the first pour into the bowl because you'd have to like grab it and like, like just tap was, the bag so lightly. It was unwieldy. If you weren't yeah, careful, it was, yeah. you were eating a twenty five dollar bowl of cereal. Right. If you no careful. wonder. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, what was it? Fruity O's. Fruity O's instead of Fruit Loops. What were the knockoff cocoa ones? The knockoff cocoa puffs. I'm on Google. They had a funny ass name. Uh, all the uh, all all the all the characters, like all the Halloween characters, uh, cereals. Boo Berry, Count Chocula. Oh, Count Chocula. Yeah. Man, there's some there's some. Oh, Honeycomb. Honey. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I fuck with Honeycomb heavy, dude. Man, oh, this, this is feel right. This, I could talk about cereal for way too long. That's that's ridiculous. Let's go ahead and move into the NHL. <laughs> Nick, go ahead and move us into that, and let's get let's get cracking, lacking. Yeah, so I, we've already been talking about it. Uh, second intermission right now. The Oilers are up three one in Edmonton on the on the Avs. Avs have a three zero uh, series lead uh, in the Eastern Conference. The Lightning managed to win three two last night. The Rangers won the first two games in New York. Uh, as Jermaine always says, the series doesn't start until the uh, road team wins a game. So both series uh, or the Eastern Conference series has yet to start, uh, according to those <laughs> rules. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Av series has gone pretty much how I thought it would go. Um, he says as he looks back on the score I, is different. <laughs> I, I say it's gone. It's gone. Uh, it's gone pretty well through through. Three games obviously we'll give you we'll give you a better preview um rangers lost last night but the rangers look like they should be up 3-0 they had a 2-0 lead then then, then allowed uh three straight goals last night against the lightning uh i i mean eric said it pre-show you said it pre-show that the lightning just look tired they they just look tired and and you know i i the rangers have been in two straight game sevens and it doesn't seem like it's affecting them so they valu- won game valuable three. valuable playoff experience for the for the uh for the young guns of the rangers yeah i, I definitely i've been wildly impressed with this rangers team yeah. i feel like they overachieved well yeah i mean re- well, i mean remember last year we were talking about them last year just sneaking into the playoffs and since they didn't do it last year i thought that they would just do it this year but like the canadians last year they've made a run and they've made a really good run so far. Let's just hope that the Lightning uh, don't uh, don't make that run uh, moot. I guess you should you could say. Yeah, I mean, if you're an Abs fan, you you're still rooting to play the Rangers. You know, <laughs> like you yeah, don't, for sure. Like I don't care how the Lightning look. That's not the team you want to play. You no, know? definitely not. <laughs> and if you guys haven't been watching the NHL playoffs, one of these Jamooks on screen, I don't know his name, but one of the talking heads shaved his head like the San Diego Padres Friar logo, and it's just blowing Eric's mind. It's <laughs> a full Costanza, dude. That would be that would be Paul Bissonette. That's him? 
I had no yeah. clue what he looked like. Yeah, that, code he, name Biz Nasty. Uh, you probably yeah, just didn't exactly. recognize him because he's got that stupid fucking haircut right now. <laughs> he's actually a really fucking good player. Though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's such a I I think it's hysterical. That that fucking shit cracks me up, dude. So I guess, you know, I, I guess we're kinda we're we're kinda guessing at this uh as the Avs game is going on, but how do we think these series are gonna finish? I honestly the West. Oh, the Avs, Oilers. I think it's going to end four one. Kind of Avs, Avs win game five. All right. Yeah, that's kind of what I predicted it to go. So when I took the bet with you, I was, I didn't think that the Oilers could beat the Avs in Colorado, but I know that they play fire at home, especially Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid's point totals are just absurd when he plays in his home stadium. So. You know, I thought we could get one. <laughs> so, so I took that bet. I, honestly, I need. think that's it. That's all I need. All you uh, need. I, I think the series is all but over. I don't see any sort of collapse happening. I don't see anything from Colorado right now that should give pause. Like, yeah, they're down in this game, but it's not because they're playing bad. Yeah, a you couple. Know? I mean, I mean, a couple of lucky goals. It seems like uh, right now, obviously, since we are a betting podcast. But you guys can't uh you guys can't live bet right now. So I'm just gonna put this out in the universe. Uh Colorado right now plus five hundred uh live bet to win the game. So I put a little I, I, I put a little pizza money on that. Oh, that's my damn. prediction. Avs complete the sweep with an epic third period, and the Rangers losing six. You just Rangers. Want me to lose a bet because you're a spiteful bitch. Rangers lose in six. All right, Jermaine, what's your Eastern Conference prediction? I honestly think that after w- how the Rangers collapsed, that this series is going to go seven. I think the Rangers win in seven, but Tampa Bay figures it out and has enough to push them to the end. It's an incredibly exciting series. And if I'm the Avalanche, I don't know if I want to rest again like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think that. I don't think that they want that either. I mean, it would be certainly good for me going to Colorado because then I can get a game five. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to watch the first period of game four, and then I might change this. But I think the I think it's Rangers and six. Rangers and six. Okay. I, I think it's Rangers and six. I. I th- I think the way that they dominated those first two games in New York, I think they're going to come out and they dominated that first period last night. I feel like they're like the Lightning got it. the Lightning are allowed to get a lucky period. I, I, I think did, the Rangers are the better team. And so the Lightning played horrendous yesterday. Exactly, and and put three unanswered on them at home, and. I think now the Lightning are like, all right, well, let's get our head our head out of our ass and do what we know how to do. And I think that was the worst thing the Rangers – when you're playing a back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champion, you don't let them back in. And I know that it's, is easier very said, true, yeah. it's easier said than done, but you just gave back-to-back winning Stanley Cup champions confidence. They were getting undressed at home to the point where I was burying them. I – which brings, you know, Oilers and Lightning have just been turning the puck over 
in the middle of their attacking ice all series long. Yeah. Like just some of the most dumb passes I've ever seen. I'm like, that's not getting through five dudes. Like that pass is not getting through five dudes. I, like oh, in what world are you trying this? Tampa Bay kept doing it, kept doing it, kept, kept doing, kept doing it. And then the Rangers had a four minute uh, minor and they got a tripping penalty during their four minute minor and yeah. wiped out two minutes of it and changed the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that I, it, it does, it just takes little things like that in hockey. And you know, momentum is a fickle bitch. Like Tampa Bay had no, or is it just Tampa now? It's just Tampa now. I, I think it's still Tampa Bay. Okay. They had no momentum. They won that game with three unanswered with one in the final minute. Yeah. And you got to know New York Rangers like, fuck, we had that. Fuck, we had that. And now guess what? Tampa Bay's playing with house money. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're playing two sides of the different. We're, we're playing two, two sides of the same coin here. I, I'm saying that New York has the confidence to keep moving on. And you're saying that Tampa Bay now has the confidence to, to, to make this a seven game series. I th- so I, honestly, I think the pressure's on the Rangers. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, 11, 11, 11 straight playoff series wins by the lightning. Yeah. Of course it's on the Rangers right now. Yeah. So you had them almost down three nil and you let them have one. Yeah. I think, Tampa Bay's playing with house money now, and the pressure's on the Rangers. Like it's insane. If this goes back to New York two two, this is any this is anybody's series now. Yeah, because it goes back to New York zero zero at that point. Can I ask you a question about the Tampa Bay mascot? I don't know if you'll know this. Do you know what their mascot is? I don't know. Okay, I think it's a it's a lightning bug. I'm not sure, but it's got to be something like that. But do mascots in hockey bug. okay do mascots in hockey get playoff beards <laughs> i don't know about that so, what do you got eric so it's it's a thunderbug oh and, okay and he was designed to be able to add facial hair so he sometimes he has a mustache sometimes he doesn't sometimes he has a playoff beard sometimes he doesn't so yes, the Tampa Bay Lightning do add facial hair to their mascot from time to time yeah okay dude I was sitting there yesterday and I was tripping out, dude. I was like, Eric, what the fuck is that mascot, bro? That is a crazy mascot. He had a mustache and a beard on yesterday. Oh, he does. Yeah. Wait, so I, correction, correction. It's technically a lightning bug, but his name is Thunderbug, which is kind of confusing because it's the Tampa Bay Lightning, but whatever. Why can't he just be like Larry the Lightning Bug? Yeah, I don't know, but I, oh. I I knew I knew it had to be a lightning bug just seeing a bug. So, but he had a beard on yesterday. I was like, does this dude have a playoff beard? I guess. And I was yeah. just like, that is the best mascot ever, dude. Uh, I just had to bring that up very randomly. Um, in other words, um, so NHL. So who do we have going from the East? We're we're all in agreement that Colorado has this, right? Yes. We haven't seen anything from Edmonton, you know, besides fucking game four where they, they're playing like 
a fucking caged animal. I still think it's lucky. <laughs> I still think it's lucky goals though in game four. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't see any way the abs don't win this in five. Yeah, me either. So um so then we so then who do we got coming out of the east? I say the Rangers. You say the Rangers, you Eric? Uh Tampa Bay. I didn't the Rangers get two significant injuries in game three? Uh well one of them came back. Uh okay. it was Goodard or or good win. I, I I'm still I'm I'm still taking the lightning though. I I don't know. Obviously it's not a bad pick, it's two one. So but I just think it's I think it's I don't know. The lightning avalanche is the matchup everyone wants to see. Yeah, wouldn't it wouldn't it be kind of like a from what I've read, from what I've seen and kind of just listening to the talking heads is the avalanche are kind of built to be the next sort of dynasty in the NHL. And the Tampa Bay Lightning coming off the back-to-back, potentially a third Stanley Cup Finals trip, kind of like a passion of the torch to the next dynasty. You know what I mean? Is, is that kind of like what it feels like? Or am yeah, I that, completely off from what I've read? I, no, that was, that was my exact prediction last episode. Oh. I just, I I don't know. Call me a pessimistic fan, but so, so I don't the, even want to. They got to win. They got to win two <laughs> before I even start thinking about them as a dynasty. So, yeah, but this is exactly what I said. I said that they would be the ones to dethrone the lightning and get over the hump as a passing of the torch. I'm pretty sure you put it in the lock last. Yeah, last, he did. Uh, yeah, he did. So this is, it's exactly what I said. So, yeah, if that's what you're reading and, you know, I already said that it's for sure. It's for sure. That's for sure. Accurate, bro. Um, so my thing about the Avalanche dynasty that everyone's quick to point out is I feel like the Avalanche dynasty is already a year and a half late. They should have taken the leap. They should have taken the leap two two years ago. If you ask Nick, two well, years ago, the Avalanche they, should have won it all. They should have taken the leap last year. That's for sure. When they for lost sure. to the Knights, they should have taken the leap last year. Minimum last two, year. Two two years ago, I I would have been two years ago. I would have been happy with a conference finals appearance. Last year, it was last year. It was it would it, it was it was Stanley Cup. Yeah, and then this so, year it's this year it's blow up the team if 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 you don't get a Stanley Cup. If you don't get a cup, this team is in for a rude awakening. So, uh, the pressure is on Colorado. And they have been playing like it, which is what you like to see. They are playing like they know they're the best team, and they're coming in and smacking people in the mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, you love to see it. I, you know that's why I said it was about eighteen months too late. But I, I'll give it. I'll give it the twelve months. One year. They they should have. They should have won last year. Should have won last year. Yep. I, oh. <laughs> I keep forgetting, Nick. <laughs> I'm significantly ahead of you guys. <laughs> this is I'm watching on uh I'm watching on uh on Eric's Hulu right now, so I don't know if that's uh if that's the reason <laughs> that uh that uh, I'm so delayed, but that reaction was because the abs just scored uh fifteen or uh, thirty-one seconds into the uh Dude, that goalie's a bum. Yeah, Eric, he's like 47 years old. Bum. Dude, what, are you what, what do you mean he's about? a bum? It, it went off of his player. It went off his own player. You know how quick – he almost stopped it. That's how quick his reaction time is. Right. 
And he's Bum. 47, so his, his reaction time can't be that good. All right, Eric. Eric. Eric and Jermaine, take us through uh, the NBA Finals so far. We saw yet another blowout in Game Two. Like, can Dude. we get a can we get a close series for once? So I will say, Game One, the ebbs and flows of Game One were fire, and then Boston ran away with it at the end of the fourth. But they had to come back from like th- a thirteen point deficit. So well, well, I, I said this to my I said this to one of my friends. I still think Golden State is winning the series because there's no way Boston sets a record for threes in a quarter every single game. And that's what <laughs> they needed to beat the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, so I will say this. My Boston pick is concerning me now. In game one, they had everything go right and they had to come back from 12 down in the fourth quarter to win. Yeah. Devin they White. Set, De- set, like I just said, set a record of, of threes in a court in a, in a finals game or in a playoff game. Um, I'm not too sure. Eric I think it was, de- it was definitely a finals game. So Devin White had over 20. Al Horford had over 20. Marcus Smart had 18 points in game one. A game one and they had to come back to win that game. Yeah. You know, and and then you see in game two, Jay, they, Jason Tatum got his, but Devin White struggled, Al Horford struggled, Marcus Smart struggled, and the game wasn't even close. It's pretty concerning for me now looking at a, at a Boston so, Celtics. The Celtics actually set a number of records in that fourth quarter. So we're talking a Significantly historic fourth quarter performance. The first record, or I'm sorry, well, there's a couple records broken, but the first record is Jason Tatum's 13 assists in game one, mark a new NBA record for most assists in NBA finals. Um, in NBA finals in general? In NBA finals debut. Um, oh. Then the Celtics shot 9 of 12, 75% from three in the fourth quarter. Easily the best three-point field goal percentage in finals history in a quarter minimum 10 attempts. Al Horford and Derek White are the first pair of teammates in NBA history to make five-plus three-pointers each in their finals debut. The Celtics made nine three-pointers in fourth quarter of game one, tying the NBA finals record for the most team three-pointers in any quarter. How, how much was it again? Nine in a fourth in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, you said that. Sorry. And then... So, so they tied the record. They didn't break it. Yeah. Correct. And that was for fourth quarter only. Those nine were in the fourth quarter, yes. Oh, any quarter it didn't matter which and, quarter. Oh, was. any quarter. Okay. Yeah, That's but that I was, was that tied the record for any quarter in a finals in a final series. Yeah, so they they needed to set a record to beat the Warriors. After Jermaine said, after their players playing fantastic. So, yeah, so I I think I I think I'm still leaning Celtics, but man, if if I was a Golden State better, I had to feel confident because Golden State didn't look that great in the first. In the first, like, six quarters of the series, Golden State didn't look that great. Well, maybe that's just – that's incorrect. They looked good in one and three in the first game. So, I take that back. In the West, you mean? No, in this series. In game one of this series. in the finals. Okay. So, they've done what they do in the third quarter, which is, for the last 10 years, dominate the third quarter. Um, They blew the fourth quarter in game one. Game two, they kept it together. Um, but that should have been a 50-point blowout, considering that I watched Clay Thompson miss five layups in the in the first half. 
I oh watched. no, it wasn't just Clay though. Every, Andrew yeah, Wiggins missed missing. like yeah. three layups. Yeah. Steph Curry missed two. Draymond missed two. And that's a good I, point. So before, after, at the end of game one, I really thought Golden State was in trouble because Jason Tatum had a piss a poor performance. Game. Yeah, yeah well, and they still won. But then on the flip side, he comes in the game two, you know, drops a thirty burger on him. Kills him, and his team and his team loses. So it's and it's we're having East we're having Eastern Conference Final syndrome again, where each game is just going to be so fucking lopsided. Like I just want good basketball from tip off to final whistle from both yeah, teams. Game one had that though. Ah, uh, dude, the last like five minutes got away from the Warriors, dude. They were just chuck. They they did the Mavericks game plan of let's just chuck up fucking threes. We're not going to try to do anything else. We're not going to try to out coach them. We're just going to sit here and rely on our the greatest shooter of all time to shoot us out of this hole and it just didn't work. And it's just, and it's, and that's, that's where it's at with this league where it's like, if the three is not falling, people, uh, we're just going to force it in. No, do something else. Take it to the rack, get a foul. I don't know, figure something else out, but just stop chucking up threes. It's ruining the integrity of the game. That's what I've been bitching about all playoffs, but no, I, I disagree. I think even with Boston storming back at the end of the game, like they had to storm back from 12 or 13 down. That was a fire game. Yeah. They won by double digits, but that's how good a comeback that was. That was a fire game. I disagree. Game two. I mean, that was a travesty. I so any, so, so you, you've already said that you're, you're thinking that, your Boston pick is is a little bit more. What, what, what did you say in the uh, in the prediction episode or in the preview? You said Boston in seven, right? No, I think I had Boston in six. Are you going Boston in seven now? Or are you still sticking with Boston in six? Nah, dude, I can't just <laughs> – I can't flop after two games. That's Eric strategy, bro. Okay. No, I'm, I'm sticking Boston in six. So Jermaine is sticking Boston in six. Eric, any change to your prediction? No, I still got Golden State. Golden State in? I believe I said six. Okay, Golden State in six. I think I said Golden State would would would. Uh, wait, I I don't actually remember what I said. I think someone said seven. Maybe I said seven. Who's to say? There is a strong possibility I said. <laughs> yeah, who's who's but, to say? But I, if you know, if our executive producer wrote it down, then. I think I, I I think Golden State wins in six, if not five. Golden State, so they're winning four in a row. I yeah, I I, I, I would. I will, I will say this, Nick. I, I didn't mean to step on you, but I'm gonna keep going anyways. Um, I had this thought today that Boston's game one win was very reminiscent of Allen Iverson stepping over Tyron Lue. Yeah, because everything went perfect for the Sixers in that game one. And everyone was just like, oh, shit, can the Sixers do it? And then the Lakers reminded everyone we still got Shaq and Kobe and fucking destroyed so, Eric Snow and Aaron McKee. But. I don't I don't understand why we had to bring that up. But, um, you know, for the sake of the podcast, everything did not go perfect for the Sixers. It took a 53-point performance from AI and overtime to win that game. Yeah, yeah everything I mean, went perfect. I mean, it just it, – it, it, to me, it, it feels like – when you need a historic performance after being down by double digits going into the fourth quarter, like I, they, I, I just exactly. I, I don't I I I don't see 
Like, if that's the best game that Boston's going to play, they can't do that every night. They just can't do it. I don't think they can either. Eric, it's the same thing. It took AI dropping 53 in overtime. It took the Celtics two debut players setting a record for most three-pointers made in a debut. It took setting a record in the fourth quarter for three-pointers made. It took Jalen Brown going on a 10-0 run in the fourth quarter by himself to start it. Like, it's the same thing. Like, that's a comparison. I see the similarities, what you're saying. Like, it took, like, a heroic, epic, like, performance for it to happen, but – Let's not, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get into this. You weren't saying anything about AI. I'm gonna bite my tongue and just let it go. I was on your side. I was hyping up the just, Sixers. Just don't, beat them. just don't put anybody in that shit green uniform in the same category as AI. Is all I'm saying. But anyway, Bro, you're right. You're right. It's a very Allen similar... Iverson stopped a team from going 16 and 0 in the NBA playoffs. That had never happened. And that was Goated. Allen Iverson saying, "Nah, son." And then we were all like, "Oh shit, can Alvin Iverson do it?" And then you know, we all got sad that he didn't. I was, we, I was, we what? I was ten years old when that shit happened. Already a diehard AI fan. I remember watching Game One. I'm jumping around the house. I'm fucking wearing my AI jersey. I'm fucking wilding. And my dad looks at me, dead ass. All right, no soul. This man has no soul. Vietnam War veteran. He looks at me and he goes, "The Sixers will not win another game." And he's like, <laughs> "Go to bed." Well, well <laughs> and. And then they didn't win another game, and I was pissed off for the whole summer. <laughs> you put this curse on me, you motherfucker. That sounds like a smart man. In I my asked opinion. my mom to get a divorce. I was like, Mom, will you divorce this motherfucker? <laughs> Can you, you get a divorce? <laughs> Bro, what a savage response, dude. No, that game was legendary. There's a reason we still talk about it to this day. Like, anytime I see the play where he steps over Tyron Lue, I stop and watch the video because it was just. It was that game. It was such a great game to watch. So that, that's all I was saying. I didn't. I didn't think I was by any means disrespecting, but uh, I guess I, know, I just. Happened. I just gave my panties on a little bunch. Eric, I, Eric just heard Allen Iverson, and he was like, ah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> "It's over nine thousand. <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna bypass some of this news. We won't really get into it. But Lakers hired coach Darvin Ham and assistant coach Rasheed Wallace. I was so hyped for that hire. And then the, the hoop chat was talking about it. Love to see that. Uh, Quinn Snyder steps down from the Utah Jazz with two years left on his contract, says this team needs a new voice in a different direction. Donovan Mitchell's future's up in the air. Rudy Gobert could be traded. We could be seeing a Utah Jazz full rebuild. Do not leave that off the table. You get into NFL, Aaron Donald cashes in for a two-year, $65 million contract. Was that he is, retiring? That is $32.5 million a year guaranteed. By the way, I didn't say this, guaranteed for the next two years. They structured this deal in such a way that he can retire after 2024 if he so chooses if he decides to come back for another year, it's another guaranteed $30 million check. I wonder if he decides to come back. I mean, you'd be damn near crazy not to, right? I thought He's, he was retiring, though. So Aaron Donald had, has been on the record of saying that he wanted to play eight years in the NFL and retire. Probably because, you know, head injury, body injuries, and he just wanted to take his millions and go do shit, which I'm all for. But he right. said winning the Super Bowl 
made him change his mind. And as long as the contract worked it out, he'd come back. And sure enough, he certainly did. 32 and a half million for a defender is working out. Um, <laughs> I'll let Eric bring up the next dude. He put these in the dock. He gets to mention them. Well, I'm, I'm, I might just bring up the first one, but uh, it's just because I, I really do believe Jimmy G is on his way out of uh, uh, of San Francisco. So today at uh, minicamp, um, he was excused, um, sent home. They're saying it was because he had right shoulder surgery and they're waiting for him to heal, so they didn't want him to be doing anything. Um, I think it's because there's no room for him in the locker room. They're moving forward with uh, Trey Lance. And they, uh, uh, you know, they sent him home to not be a distraction to everybody else who's trying to be there at training camp. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. And then the other thing, uh, I, I don't even know why. I, I mean, we shouldn't even talk about it, but I'm going to bring it up just because it's hilarious, was that video of Deshaun Watson uh, playing indoor basketball with Mia Khalifa's making its rounds again. Um, and then the very next day, a 24th accuser comes out and joins the lawsuit. So I thought it was hilarious that that video started circulating and the next day. You know, those accusations come out. But now now we do have to say with the the Mia Khalifa video that was from 2017. Yeah. And everybody that's bagging Deshaun Watson for having Mia Khalifa in his house and saying, oh, he's just diabolically horny because he's in a maid's outfit and, and basically a bra and panties. There's no man in the world that would not accept that deal. Yeah. I mean, like he's he's a twenty something year old young dude making millions of dollars and a porn star's like, Yeah, I'm gonna come hang out at your house. Like, listen, you're either a saint, right? You you either like one of the priests at the Catholic Church and you're dedicated your life not to having sex, or you're taking that deal. And that's right. big facts. Right. Yeah, I and and and, and you know the 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 20 the the 24th accused, like i you, you know the, there's a reason the browns the browns structured the contract the way they did right cuz they cuz they knew that you know even if even if he was cleared and he, and he is cleared in in civil court he's probably not going to play in the NFL this year Yeah. yeah, I mean, not at all. I don't think he plays a snap. No, which is why we still kind of have the the Baker Mayfield drama. I don't. <laughs> I, Baker Mayfield better get his head out of his ass. He has the ability to play himself into a massive contract, right? On a very talented football team. So if he gets his head out of his ass long enough, he at least has a six game audition minimum, right? Right. Yeah. You, yeah. You. You would think. And uh, on 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 the Jimmy G topic. This is this is pretty standard procedure. If if a dude has an injury, and he's and he's you know as well regarded as Jimmy G is in San Francisco, they're not gonna they're not gonna let him. He he doesn't need to stay in camp. He he can do other things. They have trainers and everything like that, and I'm sure they have you know they have a guy that that Jimmy G can go to and and get his physical his physical therapy done. So I don't think it's that shocking that they let him go. Yeah, he did. He did wait till like the first week of March to have shoulder surgery on purpose. To right. he he did it to crater his value because he felt disrespected by the by the 49ers. I mean, you took him to his what he took him to a Super Bowl and two and three NFC championships. Is that tr- correct? At or least is, at least two. At least two. Yeah. So 
I, you know, I don't blame him for doing it the way, like Scotty Pippening the situation or Michael Thomasing the situation, but, you know, it, it was writings on the wall. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get cut. He won't be traded. I don't like anyone who thinks he's going to be traded unless it's like a seventh round pick, a $24 million cap hit. People aren't trying to do that. If you sign him from free agency, you can structure in such a way that it, he doesn't even affect your cap the first year with signing bonuses and stuff. So they're waiting for him to get cut. And really, no GM is incentivized to help the 49ers out unless the 49ers are attaching compensation. Right. Which would defeat the purpose of trading him in the first place. So. Right. Yeah, he's 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 not going anywhere. Yeah, I think he gets cut, to be honest. Yeah, I, I can see that happening as well. As soon as he gets healthy, he's getting cut. Yeah, 100%. It's more, it's, and it's also going to be like, hey, thank you for everything. Go do what you got to do. So, yeah. And uh, do we want to get into the next topic? So, Nick, you wanted to get into this. So, go ahead and bring that up. The uh... Sorry, I was watching the Avs score another goal. 4 3 Avs right now. Let's go. Yeah, we're all watching. All right, so, so so here's here's a question that I had, right? So we're 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 starting to see right now, we're 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 starting to see these these uh, uh it, so this last year has been the first time in college athletics that we've actually seen the name, image, and likeness deals get given now we're starting to see as recruits come up they're starting to put asking prices on them to play at certain schools most notably arch manning released this last week that it will take 3.1 million dollars that's his that is his uh nil deal will be 3.1 million dollars and if a school gets him that's what he's going to get in NIL money. So, where does he get this number? Like, he already has the the sponsors, or so I that? believe it comes from one the sponsors and two uh, the the school, right? So it, the it, school's giving him money as well. The school is giving him money as well as the sponsors. You know, used car dealerships and stuff like that. Hmm. Um. My question to you guys would be this is this is th- this will lead to the debt. This will lead to the creation of a super league in college football, correct? Did the writings yes. First of all, without NIL, the writing has been on the wall. About how we would like American sports to be like soccer. It's really funny how the one part of soccer that I particularly don't like, which is that big clubs can offer ridiculous fees to, to steal people from cl- clubs that they're really good at and a really good player at. That has now become a part of American sports, at least American college sports. I do not see a way in which this does not lead to a power five super conference. Yeah, I don't, I did. I agree with you because there is no, there is no, and, and we just saw it with a guy named Tommy white with NC state baseball. 
Tommy White just set the freshman record at NC State for home runs in a season. What's the record? I don't know how many home runs he hit. That's it. Eric, can you look that up? How many home runs did Tommy White hit this year? He left and he's trans he's and he entered the transfer portal from NC State. Because <laughs> there is a team in college baseball that will pay him the NIL money that he wants to be paid. He hit 27 home runs this year. And I, you know, it, it is, I think it is the death of competitiveness in college sports. We are going to see lower level teams basically function as JUCO programs for these, for these power five teams. Let's, let's just keep it at power five right now for this power five super conference that if they, if they play themselves, well, now they'll get, you know, 500 K to, you know, $3 million in NIL money because they're the new best thing, right? They're being paid for to play at these, at at this big power five conference or the big super conference, I guess, if you will. And that's, that's where we're going to see college sports. So congratulations, NCAA. You got college athletes paid, but you also killed your, you, you also shot yourself in the foot. Well, (laughs) it's their own doing. They had ineptitude leadership from their president in Mark Emeritt, who anytime was asked to make a decision on how his business should function. His multi-billion dollar business, by the way, should function. Could not for the life of him come up with any idea, shape, structure, or function. He kept saying, congressmen need to do this. Congressmen need to do that. He sounds like every other dumb fucking American in the world who can't fucking make up their own mind without politicians telling them what to think and how to how to act. And he killed the NCAA model. Amateurism is dead. Yeah. And they and now and now they have no uh they have no reason to go pro now. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that. The, the the money difference is is huge, right? But maybe so. If we're talking baseball, I, I could see baseball as as a good example of not necessarily like any incentive to go pro. But it's still the pros. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like your whole life, you don't say like, "Oh, I want to play in NCAA." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, but for for millions of dollars. Right. I no, I get that, but I'm still saying like your whole life you're like, I want to play for the Cubs, or like in your instance, it was you wanted to play for the fucking uh Rockies. You know what I mean? Like fuck the Rockies. I want to play for them. Yeah, okay. I would <laughs> never no, dude. I would like to end my career in Colorado. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't wanna, gonna, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to start my career. I I oh. I, I, I want to win championships. Dude, look at this Washington Post. I'm sorry, Nick. I didn't mean to react, but it happened. Um, no, I just look. You, you don't. You're not count when you're the buzzer. You know, you're at the court and you're doing five, four, three, two, one. You're not thinking collegiate sports. Like, no disrespect to collegiate sports. Like, it's still fun to watch. But we're all thinking Euro League. I got it. <laughs> the Euro Super League. We're all thinking Euro Trip. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I would just I would just 
wonder if if maybe this this will encourage kids who are you know maybe maybe mid level picks in, in any of in any sport to maybe stay a little bit longer in their sport because they are getting the money they don't need to jump to the pros so fast obviously I, the, the the first round picks are going to go regardless right I, I i could see where you're coming from and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for some players and some sports right um you know, staying another year is ne- – I don't think it's necessarily bad. Oh, look, Cogliano's going to the back, dude. He must be retiring from that hit the other day. <laughs> yeah, he'll uh, – they'll, they'll be able to finish their coursework and get a degree, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, one of the guys I was shocked to see go back for his senior year in college hoops, right, is – you you know Drew Timmy, right, from uh, Gonzaga? Uh, Kind of. He has, like, mutton chop. He had like a mutton chop beard, wore a bandana, white boy, uh, college ball, Gonzaga. Like Gonzaga is not good at anything else. Right. Okay. (laughs) So he actually fought like withdrew from the NBA draft and he was poised to play a primetime stretch four position. And he just said, no, I'll go back. So I can see what you're talking about. And uh, it's pretty fascinating. I, I, the dichotomy that's being presented right now, when it comes to, the amateurism model being under fire justifiably so for the record everyone knows that i hate the ncaa let me just get that out of the way like i mean you don't make five billion dollars off two sports and then have me defend you (laughs) and then also show an aptitude where you can't make a decision to get this record going so um yeah it's it's uh it, it is what it is, bro. I, I honestly say good riddance. I hope the NCAA burns. So. <laughs> yeah. Eric, for the love of God, stop reacting. You can see his TV. He had no idea. Just He's stop reacting. Uh, the Avs, by the way, just tied it up 4-4. So that plus 500 bet uh, that I made is looking pretty good right now. A lot of hockey left. Where the fuck are you with that bullshit, Eric? What are you talking about? You, you, oh, so you only a bitch when I'm saying something, huh? What are you talking about? First of you, all, check your tone, ho. Secondly, what are you talking about? A lot, lot of hockey left. I love yeah. this. Uh, a lot, 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 lot of hockey, hockey left. left. A lot, lot of hockey left. Why aren't you I, saying it now when Nick's talking shit? Because you're a hoe, that's why. How was talking shit? Like I said, <laughs> what are you talking about? Someone takes beer out this man's hands, dude. He's too drunk. <laughs> all right, oh, yeah, all right, that's let's. What it is. All right, Eric, what do we got? We got you. We got you. So we have a miracle on the podcast, Jermaine. I don't know if you know this, but executive producer E has found a name well, for his weekly segment. This is used universally, every and time. we will now reveal it. EPE, would you like to give us your name for your weekly segment? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a standard name for now, but uh, it's just based off of, uh, you know, the oh, good conversations. All... What? It's what? What do you got to say? It's a stand-in name for now? Yeah. So it's not even the name oh, of what yeah, this it, segment's yeah. going to be. It could be. We'll see how it goes, man. Things things change. Things evolve, bro. Anyway. Not the, not the name of this segment. This is more of the same. 
Oh, so this isn't even the final name, Eric? <laughs> That's we're what you just said. Nah, we're going to lock it in as the final name. Captain Grumpy Pants over here decided to wake up and shit in everybody's cereal. I don't, I don't wake Clown. up violent. I stay violent, bro. Whatever, all right, dude. all right. So you're, so you're, we're gonna, we're gonna go to Cock Shop with E, uh, as the final name, right? Cock Shop. Cock Shop. No, it's gonna be a Shop Talk with E. Oh, okay. uh, just based off of uh, the great conversations we had in the barber chair back in the good old days when I had hair. Anyway, um. No such thing. Yeah, you didn't know. Like, so when you were like four years old, yeah, you was ch- you was you was chopping it up with a barber or what? Bro, y'all can both suck my furry nuggets, bro. I have beautiful hair up. Is that is, is, is that is that where all the hair migrated down to your furry yeah, it nuggets? Just went, it just down down to my furry nuggets, bro. Still luscious fuck though. He Florida must like, be nice this year. He said it like he's been in. He spent hours at barbershops before. I did, bro. We'd go to Magic's. My pop would get a haircut. You get lined up. My brothers would get a haircut. Get lined up. I'd get and what? And up. what? And what? They get out the buffer for you. They get out the bowling ball rag for you. Hey, careful what you say, bro. It looks like that mop on top of your head is hanging on to its last thread, bro. Anyway, what? Uh, <laughs> the, the, what are you yeah. talking about, dude? Yeah, I see it right there. All right, I see the, all right so the people, so I the see people, the hair loss. So the people are going to get this, right? And as long as Jermaine has known me, has my hair not been this high? Yeah, you those peaks keep those peaks on the sides keep going back, but no, that's been standard issued, bro. But it's luscious right now. <laughs> Eric, show us your flow. Yeah, Eric, show us your lechuga. Stand up, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric just showed his hairy ass. All right, so let's. All right, so let's get to this. Let's let's get to this. Uh, Eric, Eric, Eric's Eric's auto shop or whatever the hell you're calling it. Uh, here we go. Well, it's shop talk with E. Uh, we're gonna get a butt hair trimmer for me, and then we'll get some razors for you guys. Uh, no, so but we yeah, can kill ourselves. Uh, jeez, <laughs> as long as the segment's taken, I might. And no to. way, shape, or form does this podcast promote any type of violence towards it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Shut the fuck up, you David Duke <laughs> having ass. No way, you get political. Hey, it wasn't right even now. me that brought him up this time. Let's go. We're you winning pick, the war, bro. We're you, converting one soldier at a time. Anyway. Oh my god. You, you, you pick, we were oh! doing so good. We were doing doing so good. All right. So back to try to get this together. It's gonna be it's shop talk with E. Uh for this episode. Um, well, I'm watching on Nick's screen, E. Yeah, I'm watching on Nick's oh! screen. <laughs> I was waiting 30 seconds to celebrate. Like, Nick's stream is trash, bro. dude. It's Eric's. It's Eric's stream. No, don't blame me. Blame uh, the Avs just took a five-four lead with five minutes left. Called it. So, a lot so of game left. So, so let's see if we can't blow this one too. You're right. such a bitch, Eric. <laughs> How? How? Because you, you don't have this much stones when you have an actual bet <laughs> on the line. You talking, you whispering in my ear, talking all this shit about Nick, but when I have some oh, okay. stake on it, now you want to say something. Yeah, okay. Hey, keep the same energy when you have a bet. That's all uh, I'm saying. Lies. By the way, how, I made how, this bet when the Oilers were up 3-1, so. How, uh, how, all right. how many How many jokes have you had that, oh, I wanted to say this to Nick, but I couldn't do it, bro? A couple times, bro. Nah, it's more than it. It's a couple today. Fucking Whatever, Sal- dude. Sally ass motherfucker, bro. You're, hey, you're talking hey, time shop, and place, apparently. Jermaine. Time and place, Jermaine. Anyway, um, what's it called? Uh, for this podcast to get it back on track since fucking 
Jermaine over here wants to call people out on their bullshit. Uh, it's gonna I be stay calling people out, bro. Yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever, bro. Will you um, two put your dicks away and stop pissing on this podcast? Talk nah. shop already. Okay, no, so I don't wanna. <laughs> it's like it's like dealing. Quit with the letting it bother you, Eric. Damn it! Move on bro. with the segment. I'm just He's saying, bro. just doing it to bother you at this point. It doesn't Move bother me. It just irritates me. There's a difference. Anyway. <laughs> what? Wait, what did you say the other day that was the same thing? I, oh, I'm not sick. I'm under the weather. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh my God, Eric. It doesn't bother me. It just irritates me. Yeah. F- fucking Webster's Thoris over here, bro. All right, sorry. I'm done fucking with you. <laughs> let's, get, let's get it going, bro. Um, shop talk with E, big time debut of the day. Shop talk with E. What's your question? So the question is, well, actually, what I want you guys to do is we're gonna talk this through and we're gonna get a unanimous four for the podcast. And I don't want an individual list of four, but aliens come down to Earth and they're like, "Hey, we want to know who your greatest athletes of our time." So who are you putting on the Mount Rushmore? Who does podcast room three hundred three put on the Mount Rushmore? Of sports athletes. Establish our time. Establish our time frame because you said our generation. So I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to say that. No, just athletes since America's been America. All right. Since sports mattered. Only American athletes? No, it can be any athlete in the world. Like, just make the top four. All right. You fucking deviant little cunt. (laughs) Just make the top four. Athletes of all time. <laughs> Who are you putting I, I, on the Mount Rushmore? I, I think we can agree. I think we can agree on. I think we can agree on three of them, Jermaine, right off the bat. I I'll name them and and you let me know if I'm right. Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Barry Bonds. Athletes, not just bet, not just best at their sport, though. Okay, well, Barry Bonds and Bo Jackson. So, I mean, because, like, Deion Sanders has to be there, right? Deion Sanders has to be considered? Yeah, probably. I think I think I need to – we're not talking just from a physicality standpoint, okay? Because those guys, you're right, those guys – I'm just saying as, as an athlete in general, championships won, records broken, what they did, how they changed the game. Okay, well, okay, that kind of changes that. Who are the four like, greatest – who would you put on the Mount Rushmore, the four of them? Okay, so then we'll stick with Nick's first three. Michael Jordan, Barry Bonds, at Bo Jackson obviously was a great athlete. How many uh, – does Bo Jackson have titles, though? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Of course, um, he scored. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. So, I mean, some of the people that you have to consider, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, uh, Gretzky's a good pick. Mike Trout. Michael Phelps needs to be there. Oh, Michael Phelps is a good one. Uh, Usain Bolt has to be there. Um, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, very very good choice. Yeah. Um, this game, Amanda this Amanda game Nunez off, maybe. Amanda Nunez for sure. Yeah, this game went off the rails, bro. Yeah. <laughs> This last like eight minutes has been. Well, it's also getting like really physical too. That's the best part, bro. If I this like if if this game gets off the if this game gets even more off the rails, there's gonna be a fight. Oh, good snag, bro. Went to uh went to a uh, 
a boxing match and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, dude. So, I mean, who else? Who else can we think? I mean, we gotta think of some soccer players, right? Like Ronaldo. Ronaldo is a fucking savage. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I, I mean, uh, Zlatan has been Zlatan is still winning championships, and he's what, and like on a busted knee too. Did you see yeah. the clip of Zlatan getting his knee drained? Like he had to get his knee drained every game, like this season with Milan. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He was like every game he was getting his knee drained. Crazy. Dude, Tiger. I did not know that. That's great. Oh yeah, Tiger Woods. I literally thought about him earlier. Forgot. Yeah. Uh, Serena Williams. Pelican. Yeah. Serena Williams has to be in in the conversation for for sure. Shit, dude. I don't know if we're gonna settle on a fourth. There's a lot yeah, of I don't, great yeah, I don't, yeah, There's I don't a know. lot of great choices. Can we say can we say a Greek god? A Greek a Greek a council? <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I, I mean I think we named a bunch of them. I mean, let me like I, I, I would say we give it to the tens and tens of listeners and, and let let us know if we missed if we missed any. So let them pick the fourth. I, I would say in terms of athletes, if I had to pick. And I'm going to go four for the four major sports. I'd probably pick Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, Barry Bonds, and Wayne Gretzky. I was going to say Wayne Gretzky should yeah. be our fourth. Yeah. I think so. I don't think he gets enough love. And I love the fact that he's on TNT. He looks like yeah. such a curmudgeon on top of he, it. <laughs> and he just sa- – he really does sound like he had, he has some sort of some sort of something wrong with him. <laughs> sounds like he's been hitting the head a little too a little too many times. If I'm being perfectly honest, every time he talks, and I don't know if that's because he's old and Canadian and they talk slow, regardless. Yeah, it could be that. It could be that. I think I'm. I think I'm all right with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, but I I uh, think the people that we named of incredible, like Roger, like Nadal, just won his his what his 46th championship or something something crazy like that. Yeah. But is Nadal even the best men's I, I don't tennis think so. player? That's so like that, like I, you know, the tennis discussion. First of all, picking the goat for men's tennis is incredibly difficult. Right, Pete Sampras, like respectable choice. But Serena Williams, in my opinion, has the women's lot though. I think she's the best tennis. Yeah. Player. I, honestly, I think if we pick Serena Williams right now over Gretzky, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not yeah. Disagreeing with anyone, she is a savage, bro. I mean, I, I just, love watching Serena play. I mean, this this list kind of, you know, it it I didn't play out the way I thought it would. I I, I thought for sure MJ was going to be on there. I'm surprised Bo Jackson made it. I know well, why I mean, you Barry... talk. You talk about athletes. You have to talk about. Bo Jackson, yeah, you have but to I do mean, it. The dude ended his own career because he was too strong. Yeah, I just I think when you compare him up to other people, what they've done, like, yeah, I know he's a two two sport athlete and he was, you know, fast and strong and all that but shit. But like here here's the thing though. You're not set you didn't ask top four players, right. which changes the conversation. That's why I didn't think Jordan should be there initially. Like Jordan was the best athlete of his time, hands down, but like you said athlete, so I was thinking out of the out of the box. Like I was ready to go Barry Bonds, Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, and then pick another like Michael. Like to me, I mean, Michael Michael did play baseball, right? Exactly. I I think Michael Jordan is a terrific athlete, but he did he didn't 
well, that's not true. You, you know, they call him Air Jordan. So, I don't know. I mean, Michael Jordan is is a great choice. But, like, when it comes to me, like, my list, my personal list, I would have had Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps uh, is another great pick again. I would have had Michael Phelps on my list. I would have had Deion Sanders. I would have had uh, Bo Jackson. And I would have had Barry Bonds because Barry Bonds does <laughs> not get enough credit for how fast he was, how yeah. good at defense he was. I mean, Barry Bonds was a fucking massive ball player. Like, I don't, like everyone, the, the problem 40, Barry, 40, 40 player, even before he was convicted of taking steroids. Barry Bonds gets marginalized, and everyone thinks of him as a home run player. And I'm like, yo, go read a Barry Bonds stat page, bro. <laughs> right. Like, the right. guy is. Well, just- go, go, go read about Barry Bonds before he went to the Giants. Like Pittsburgh Pirates, Barry Bonds was a perennial all-star and a 40-40 player and a two-time MVP. Bro, he's... Pre-Giants, Barry Bonds could have been a a Hall of Famer just by his own accolades. Yeah, and if I took Deion Sanders off my list, I'd probably put Cristiano Ronaldo. I've seen that that man do some fucking amazing things. He just rode like 450 kilometers on a bike just because he said he would. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was... That was a different Ronaldo. That was the Brazilian Ronaldo. Oh, is that real? Is yeah, that and true? that's actually funny because he's fat. So yeah, is that fat, fat Ronaldo? Yeah, is he the greatest athlete of all time? <laughs> Maybe. I, I guess. Fat, I guess. Fat I, Ronaldo. I guess uh, when I was thinking of it, like when I thought of the question, I was thinking, you know, out. You know, we have to take into account their physical ability, but also like mentally how they approach the game, also their production on the court or pitch or whatever the fuck it is that they do and just in combination so my list was michael jordan tiger woods um muhammad ali and cristiano ronaldo was my list just because of how long they dominated what how much did it hurt you to put the last one out there it didn't hurt me because i because in all honesty like and honestly, as you evolve and you grow as a person and you realize, like, yeah, he never played for Chelsea and he beat up on teams. And But <laughs> you have to admit, the dude, the dude, I mean, he's he's the greatest soccer player of all time. Like, <laughs> like I, I get the Messi love. I get, you know, the the Rivaldo love, the other fat Ronaldo love. Like, I get, I get it. Pele, like, I get all that. But nobody scored in volume the way Ronaldo did. Nobody could score, you know, when you needed him to on cue, Ronaldo was there. Carried a team to a Euro Cup by himself, essentially, which is unreal. So yeah, he's on the li- he's he's the greatest soccer player of all time. That's crazy. Eric wouldn't even acknowledge. Like I tried to get him to Man. acknowledge his header it was impressive. I no, it still wasn't that dope. You were you you were <laughs> making big strides in this episode, Eric. And I I think we should end it just because of that. Because I, I don't I don't know how many more uh, spiritual awakenings you're gonna have on the podcast. <laughs> All right, we can wrap it up here. <laughs> if you haven't seen that Cristiano Ronaldo Ronaldo header that Eric thinks is not impressive, I mean his go. head was what thirteen feet in the air. Come on, bro. Like, I know Cat. You know what? I, if we if that. we ever go, I don't remember where it is, but if we ever go to a museum where they have like the Cristiano Ronaldo header on display, that like you get to try to see if you can even put a head to the ball, I want to see you try, Eric. Okay, one, I know I can't put my head to it. <laughs> I want to, I know, I just want to see you try to do it. Six foot three, and he was 15 feet in the air. Like, I can't do it. But I bet you I could touch that bitch with my hands. 
All right, all right. So, so you're saying six? <laughs> so you're saying six foot? I bet you can't even touch it with your hands. No, I know I can't, bro. I'm just being facetious. So, right all right. Now, so, now. so he's what six three, right? That's what seventy five inches, right? Yeah. And the ball was thirteen feet in the air. How many inches is thirteen feet, Eric? Do 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 do. It's at least one hundred and fifty. It's one hundred fifty six. So one hundred and fifty six. So how tall are you, Eric? Uh, I'm five foot eight. Five foot eight. So how many inches is that? Sixty-eight. His his uh. All right, we're gonna his, put a, uh, His goal we're gonna, was. We're gonna put a ball eleven foot in the air. For your for your size and proportion, you can hit it. Then I'll give you credit. He uh, oh, why does it have to be in meters? God damn it! Times three, Eric. So his head at peak was eight point three nine feet off the ground. That's not bad. Yeah. You're saying you can't jump eight feet in the air? No, I could touch that. Okay, it's getting filmed. It's getting filmed and put it on the official Instagram account when we find it. Oh yeah, we're doing it. I, no I bet you. I bet you don't get within a foot of it. Come on, man. Not within a foot. All right, do we lose Jermaine here? Oh, I think he's still present. Maybe. Hopefully. No, we may have lost him. No, nah, I think which we might not him. be good. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, he's got to. He's got to end the whole thing. So. Yeah, he should be coming back here. Oh, there he goes. There he he's is. back. Yeah. Well, you got you got anything else, Jermaine? No, Ronaldo's goal was that impressive, right, Eric? <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, he's kind of like he jumped off a dude. You know what I mean? Like so. <laughs> this guy, I love it, dude. He, he will, he'll never. Eric, he jumped it. over a dude. They're not the same <laughs> thing. All right, thank you for tuning in and listening to me harass Eric on the podcast and getting him every single time. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. Uh, in case you didn't know, Lukaku, Pulisic, Pogba, Mane, Sala, and Lewandowski are all free agents. This summer should be fun when it comes to soccer player movement. And they're all signing we'll, for Barca. We'll see you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The cash strap team. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. For 4.5 billion. <laughs>